Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Welcome everybody this first day of March 2016. Can you believe it? Thank you to all our faithful listeners, to our regular listeners, to our new listeners for making Time with Dr. Ron on Tuesday afternoons the number one listen-to internet radio show for medical information here in Southwest Florida. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We are brought to you by LipoLite Naples. That's my son, Dr. Ron, or as he is getting to be known as Dr. Cool. Uh, Dr. Ron has his offices at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, that's suite number six in Naples, Florida. He can be reached at area code 239-331-5886 or 658-2665, which is cool. So Dr. Ron is a board-certified uh, neurological chiropractor. He does uh, neurology, functional medicine, and he does slimming, shaping, and toning. So you're getting ready for those bathing suits, ladies and gentlemen. Here, you, Maybe you're coming down to Florida for Easter. You want to take off a few inches. Uh, this is the time to go to, do- to Dr. Ron at LipoLite Naples. If you're having endocrine problems, weight problems, uh, he's a person you want to see. We're, we'll talk a little bit about chiropractic before we get into the, today's topic about should you eat eggs. And also, maybe we'll talk about the sugar rot your brain, like our grandmother used to tell us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to have you here today. Uh, It's a beautiful day here in Southwest Florida. I hope the weather is good where you are. A couple interesting facts. I couldn't believe it when I saw this. The average American sits 11 hours a day. Would you ever believe it? 11 hours a day. Americans sit. Yet, what's even more shocking is what happens when you sit. What do you think? Your muscles deteriorate, fat loss slows, and calorie burning drops to one calorie per minute. How about your blood flow? Well, you're right, it also dips. And guess what? Your low density lipoproteins, your LDL, and your triglycerides, the bad stuff. That's the stuff that clogs your arteries. That jumps 125%. And about how about that good old sugar? Well, that just piles up in your blood and your insulin skyrockets and diabetes risks shoot up by, guess what, 90%. Your body receives the signal that it's time to shut down, so it's preparing you for death. Ugh. So it got me thinking, if we also sleep an average of seven hours a day, now now add that to the 11 that we're, we're not moving, that's 18 hours a day of doing nothing. And maybe yeah, some of us are still working 
six hours or so. Well, it's going to be hard to find time to burn that fat and prevent your bodily decay. So, as we say, get your meat off the seat and start moving because there isn't a lot of time, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, at the start of this year, we asked you uh, to get a, uh, a, a an hourglass timer at the dollar store. When you're sitting at your computer or reading, set it. And when that hour is up, when that sand dry, Drops to the bottom, get your butt up and get walking around. Very, very important. Just in, incredible uh, statistics, ladies and gentlemen. And while I'm at it, let me just thank our previous uh, guest a couple weeks because uh, we had uh, a show on colloidal silver, and uh, uh, a lot of you have purchased that unit, I'm glad, glad to say, from Mr. Safer. And uh, you know, uh, we're using it in our house now uh, during the uh, so-called flu season, a teaspoon a day, uh, to keep it in our bodies. We're also been using it uh, on, uh, for some other uh, problems that we'll talk about at another date. I want to thank Dr. Jerry Smith, who uh, is in Toronto teaching and treating. Hope to have him back as a guest next week. And uh, I want to thank my good friend, Dr. Dan, for his input into the show and uh, his encouragement. Uh, He's becoming so positive, it's uh, incredible. So thank you all. Now, ladies and gentlemen, how about chiropractic? What do you think about it? Well, you know, I have a son that's a chiropractor, and he's keeping both myself and my father, who will be 99 years old in a few months, in terrific shape, terrific shape. Uh, Daniel David Palmer is considered the father of chiropractic. And guess what? He opened up the first chiropractic school in 1897. In 1910, uh, the Flexner Report, which was funded by the Carnegie and Rockefeller Foundation, set a new tone for medicine and led to the systematic undermining of natural medicine. Wow. In the 60s, there was a persistent tendency, ladies and gentlemen, to suppress physicians, that's like MDs and DOs, from referring patients to chiropractors. So much so that Dr. Chester Wilk ended up filing an antitrust suit against the American Medical Association. You know that, the AMA, he filed that suit in 1976. Well, that, that suit drug on for a decade. And in 1987, Dr. Wilk was ultimately successful, and the court ruled that the AMA had engaged in an unlawful conspiracy to, in the restraint of trade to contain and eliminate the chiropractic profession. You know, the AMA does not like competition. So if you're going to choose a chiropractor, well, choose Dr. Ron, 331-5886. But ask your friends for a recommendation. And definitely go meet the doctor. Most doctors, including Dr. Ron, has a no-cost consultation. See if you have a good match. And see what his practice focuses on and what his training is. And very importantly, does the doctor walk the talk? If he or she is overweight or looks unhealthy and does not live a healthy lifestyle, this speaks volumes regarding their commitment to wellness and therefore to you. So see if you two click 
and see how if he uses an objective measurement of nerve function. Like Dr. Ron uses the Pulse Star, which is a computerized uh, instrument that compares you to 10,000 other patients in the database. And then talk to him about what kind of uh, techniques he uses. So really important, chiropractic is good, also for more than joint pain, like according to Dr. DeMoss, if you're not healthy, chiropractic can often address the epigenic and bioenergetic underpinnings. In other words, if you're, you know, you're, you're firing on all cylinders, but you're just not quite there, you just feel something's wrong, uh, it might be time to see a chiropractor. Well, I wasn't, uh, I just happened to see these articles today, and I said, well, this is, uh, this fits in pretty good with uh, Dr. Ron. So, are eggs heart healthy? Do they have anything with preventing uh, heart disease? Are there any health benefits of AIDS? Well, there are two articles recently. Oh, before I get to that, ladies and gentlemen, now, but what did we talk about last week? Proton pump inhibitors. Do you believe what the AMA, the uh, at Medscape? There's a there's a website for physicians and. Uh, Think uh, you know, they give us a password to access it. But anyway, this is from Medscape Gastroenterology. Let me read you the titles of a few articles that were published this week. After we talked about it last week, and with proton pump inhibitors causing dementia, kidney disease, and heart disease. First article: proton pump inhibitors and dementia. Second article: proton pump inhibitors linked to dementia. Third article, how real is the link between proton pump inhibitor use and kidney disease? Fourth article, proton pump inhibitors may increase the risk for kidney disease. Sixth article, proton pump inhibitors decrease the risk. And last article, chronic use of proton pump inhibitors increase heart risk. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, be warned. We told you on Rejuvenation Health Radio a week ago, and then a year prior to this, we had a show uh, on Rejuvenation Health Radio about proton pump inhibitors. We try to keep you in the forefront uh, of all the latest news uh, because we, we review everything. So we all know eggs are delicious, right? Do you know they also reduce your risk of a laundry list of, list of diseases? They protect your skin and eyes from UV damage, improve liver and brain function. And you know what? We got to get back to that too because there was a great article this week about coffee and the liver. But it's true, and there are some of the amazing health benefits of AIDS. AIDS have been popular for healthy diets for years, although they occasionally have a bad connotation for their high cholesterol content. These criticisms are a bit undeserved, however, as cholesterol and AIDS actually helps regulate two different types of cholesterol in your body. As a great protein, a complete amino acid profile, I might add, eggs help your body keep building more of the best version of you. They're such high-quality source of protein that the WHO, World Health Organization, uses them as a standard for evaluating protein quality in other foods. In my opinion, eggs are one of the least expensive sources of high-quality protein available here in the U.S. So what do you know? have to know about eggs? Starting with 
let's go uh, with six big health benefits. Number one, reduce your reduce your risk of heart disease. How's that? Eggs can keep your heart beating healthier and longer. One of the most exciting health benefits of eggs is their ability to reduce your risk of heart disease and improve cardiovascular function. Now, there was a comprehensive study released in 2015, and they discussed the assumption many people across the world have that the fat content in eggs is actually dangerous to those at risk for heart disease or who have diabetes. However, however, consuming the right kinds of eggs proved to be beneficial across the board, regardless of pre-existing conditions. One reason... Some eggs are such heart-healthy foods is due to the presence of omega-3 fatty acids. And guess what? Free-range eggs that's taken from hens raised on a pasture rather than in a cage have double the amount of omega-3s than cage-raised eggs. They also have more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff than cage-raised eggs. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Omega-3 fatty acids consumed as part of a healthy diet lowered, here it is, blood triglycerides and help regulate it and lower cholesterol. High triglycerides are considered a serious risk factor for heart disease, but the reverse is also true. Low blood triglyceride levels equal a smaller risk for developing heart disease. In addition to lowering blood triglycerides, eggs have been observed in clinical trials to regulate cholesterol absorption and inflammation, balancing the ratio of HDL, the good cholesterol, to the low cholesterol, which, what happens, lowers your risk of coronary heart disease. So, number one, eggs good for your heart. Number two, what diseases may they prevent? Well, heart disease isn't the only illness that they may prevent. Have you ever heard of metabolic syndrome? Metabolic syndrome. It's a cluster of conditions that all increase your likelihood of several types of disease. Conditions included in metabolic syndrome include increased blood sugar levels, excess body fat, especially right your waist, and abnormal cholesterol levels. Any one of these conditions increases your risk of heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. But unfortunately, a guide for egg consumption has been seen as very confusing on this subject. Misinformation and other factors have led to a common recommendation to limit the number of eggs you eat each week to no more than three. The good news? Well, a wealth of current research and a rise in general public awareness have contributed to a better understanding of eggs and how they benefit the body. A study released in 2016 studied participants over 40 years of age, for about three and a half years, to accept, to uh, evaluate their egg consumption. The study suggested that higher egg consumption may reduce the risk of metabolic syndrome in all adults over 40, and that it had a positive, significant impact on blood glucose and triglyceride levels in men specifically. In addition to their effect on metabolic syndrome, eggs also contain naturally occurring carotenoids. People on diets rich in carotenoids have longer lifespans and lower mortality from a number of chronic illnesses. In fact, 
the carotenoids in eggs are especially beneficial to you if you do consume a lot of leafy greens because eating cooked eggs uh, alongside raw vegetables actually enhances the absorption of carotenoids from the veggies. All right, so there's two positive reasons to eat AIDS. How about improving eye health? Well, carotenoids aren't only beneficial for overall health and disease prevention. They also benefit your eye health. Two oxygenated carotenoids are especially important for your eyes. And what are they? Lutein and zeaxanthin. And, and how many of you have seen the products for eye health contain lutein? Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's in AIDS. These two nutrients are found in various places in your body, but they're only two of 600 total carotenoids that exist in your eyes, and their concentration is higher than anywhere else in your body, and they function in maintaining eye health by filtering out dangerous high-energy blue spectrums of light and acting as both antioxidants and anti-inflammatories. Now, this silent blue light filtering that lutein lutein performs in your eyes reduces the chances that you'll develop many common eye diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma. All you have to do is feed the body the foods that make it happen, like AIDS. And that reminds me, in April, we will have Dr. Stephen Pascucci on on the program to talk about macular degeneration. Please watch out for that. Now, number four. This one you're going to love. AIDS aid in weight loss. So many people are familiar with the role of AIDS in a protein-rich diet, especially significant for athletes and those who have a regular workout program. Do you know one reason other than protein that eggs are a great food for people who want to lose weight? Interestingly, it's because of lutein. Although lutein is famous primarily for its role in the eyes that we just talked about, a recent study determined that lutein also may positively impact a person's physical activity level. Add to that the fact that the high protein content makes them filling. One of the health benefits of eggs seems to clearly be their aid in weight loss. So if you're wondering how to lose 20 pounds or so, eggs made a make a great addition to your diet. You'll stay fuller for longer. According to the ranking of AIDS on the satiety index, of an index of foods that make you feel full, a measure of, uh, like I just said, and keeps you from eating more calories over a 36-hour period. So we have eyes, metabolic syndrome, weight loss. How about maintaining your liver function and your brain health? Well, eggs have choline in it. That choline is a macronutrient that our bodies produce in very small amounts, but we mostly need to get it from our food. Eggs are a choline-rich food choice, which means they greatly assist in liver function and brain development, among other features. The liver depends on choline to operate correctly, and one sign of a choline deficiency is poor liver function levels are correlated with fatty liver disease, FLD. And there's research to indicate choline deficiency is also linked to some types of cancers. In proper amounts, choline has been found to treat some neurological issues such as depression and improve memory and cognitive function. So we're going to have an egg. Uh, If you're not allergic, 
Number six, here we go again, keeps your skin healthy. And why? Because of the lutein and zeaxanthin in AIDS. Don't just protect your eyes by filtering certain light wavelengths, like we said, the blue. They also do the same with your skin by filtering out the more harmful blue spectrum rays. These carotenoids slow down the oxidative damage light can wreck on your skin, specifically by the UV rays. Isn't that amazing? And you know, eggs also contain five of the eight best nutrients that help you fight and reduce your risk of skin cancer. So if you have a risk about eggs, one large, hard-boiled, 50-gram cooked egg contains about, more or less now, 78 calories, half a gram of carbohydrate, 6 grams of protein, 5 grams of fat, 186 milligrams of cholesterol, and whatever. It has selenium, riboflavin, vitamin D, vitamin B12, phosphorus, vitamin A, and folate. But remember, ladies and gentlemen, not all eggs are created equal. Right? The trickiest part about getting the maximum benefit for your health from eggs in every serving is to get the right kind of eggs. So it may seem easier sometimes just to pick up the first carton of eggs you come across. However, conditions in which hens are raised to lay eggs drastically affect not only the nutritional content, but also the risk of consuming dangerous bacteria such as salmonella. So what's the load down here? You can buy eggs laid by free-range hens. As we said, they're about to roam, wander, perch, and have a good quality of life. Or buy cage-raised hens, which are unable to move or engage in normal activity. Cage hens can't lay down, stand up, or groom themselves, or flap their wings. They're held in cages averaging about 67 square inches of space and are usually surrounded by a manure Time and time again, the difference between cage-raised and free-range eggs have been apparent. Free-range eggs contain less cholesterol, less saturated fat, more vitamin A, two times more omega-3s, three times more E, and seven times more beta-carotene. Wow. And they are... Free-range eggs are about 98% less likely to carry salmonella. Do you believe that? Uh, Cage-raised chickens are just cannibalism. So do yourself a favor, please. Commit now to buying only free-range eggs. Your body and your health will be better for it. And there's many ways you can prepare eggs. I'll tell you a little bit about that after the break. Uh, unfortunately, eggs are one of the common food allergies in the United States. Approximately 1% to 2% of children in the U.S. develop allergies to eggs and egg products. Some research indicates that consuming eggs baked into pastries such as muffins can elicit less of an allergic reaction than consuming whole eggs on their own. People allergic to eggs can sometimes become more adjusted to them in this way and eventually move on to eating eggs by themselves. People at risk for cardiovascular disease or who already have diabetes or who take choline supplements 
should consult with their physicians on the appropriate amount of AIDS to consume uh, on a daily or weekly basis. So I hope you're convinced that AIDS are amazing. I hope you're convinced that buying free-ranged organic AIDS and incorporating them into your diet can help prevent a host of diseases, keep your heart strong, and help your liver and brain operate to their highest potential. They're truly the incredible edible, well, you know, the AIDS. So uh, always keep the following in mind. AIDS have been popular food in most healthy diets for years. They're a high-quality source of protein. We went through the health benefits, and please consume organic free-ranged and avoid cage-raised at all costs. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking here for a bit. I'm sorry I haven't taken any of your calls, but let's take time out. And here is Dr. Ron uh, with his latest radio commercial. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryo Spa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool CryoSpa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. That's him. That's Dr. Cool. So you're in Southwest Florida. An incredible uh, program with the uh, nitrogen chamber. And also he has the infrared light, the LED lights, and slimming, shaping, and toning. And he also treats neuropathy and has a degree in functional medicine from the Cambridge Institute. So let's just finish up with AIDS, and then I want you to hear a couple of clips that I have ready for you today. Uh, so, eight white omelets. What do you think about them? And other yolk-free recipes. All the other antioxidants. The ones for your eyes, lutein, and xanthine. Egos have been unfairly vilified for decades because they contain cholesterol and saturated fat. But contrary to prevailing nutritional dogma that such dietary components need to be avoided, the cholesterol and saturated fats in animal foods like egg yolks are quite beneficial to your health. The saturated fat in animal foods like egg yolks are quite beneficial to your health. Many of the healthiest foods happen to be rich in cholesterol and saturated fats. Cholesterol has been demonized since the 50s. And we talked about Dr. Ansel Keys, the PhD's Florida research. You know, we'll go into that again sometime. He cherry-picked to get a low-fat diet seeming to be healthy, and it created a 
generations of obese diabetics. But cholesterol has many health benefits. We, we went through them. Uh, it also has benefits in regulating protein pathways involved in cell signaling and may also regulate other cellular processes. For instance, it's already known that cholesterol plays a critical role in your cell membranes, but research suggests cholesterol also interacts with protein proteins inside your cells, adding even more importance. Your body is composed of trillions of cells that need to interact with each other. Cholesterol is one of the molecules that allow for these interactions to take place. For example, cholesterol is the precursor to bile acids. So without a sufficient amount of cholesterol, your digestive system can be adversely affected. It also plays an essential role in your brain. You know, your brain contains about 25% cholesterol, 25, uh, 25, let me just rephrase that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. 25% of the cholesterol in your body is contained in your brain. I mean, your brain is a wash of cholesterol. It is critical for synapse. That's the where the nerves talk to each other. The synapse formation. That's the connection between your neurons, which allows you to think, allows you to learn new things, and allows you to form memories. So, really important. Cleveland Clinic cardiologist Dr. Stephen Neeson estimates that only percent of your blood cholesterol levels come from your diet. The rest of the cholesterol in your body is produced by your liver, which it makes because your body, why? It needs cholesterol. Isn't that incredible? One survey of South Carolina adults found no correlation of blood cholesterol levels with the so-called bad dietary habits, such as the consumption of red meat, animal fats, butter, eggs, whole meat, milk, bacon, sausage, and cheese. Consumption of more than six eggs per week also does not increase your risk of stroke and ischemic stroke, for instance. And as we said, most people admitted to coronary care units have normal cholesterol. So there's something else going on. And as Dr. Smith said, it is chronic inflammation. So egg yolks have little or no impact on, on cholesterol levels for most people. The U.S. Dietary Guidelines have this year for the first time removed a cholesterol limit, which that, that's really uh, that's a good sign. According to a study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, even carriers of this ApoE4 gene, which makes them highly susceptible, susceptible to heart disease, a and cholesterol intake was not associated with an increased risk of coronary disease. In that study, men consumed an average of 2,800 milligrams of cholesterol a week, 25% of which came from eating an average of four eggs a week. No association was found between the consumption of cholesterol or eggs and heart disease, either in the APOE4 carriers or the non-carriers. So there's lots of studies I could go on and on about this, but uh, eggs are really a superfood. They have super nutrients with the choline, the lutein, 
they help you to lose weight because they keep you full. Uh, I will mention about preparing eggs. Uh, you can easily eat a dozen eggs a week, which is actually a simple and cost-effective way to add valuable nutrition to your diet, provided you cook them properly. Or more, more aptly, don't cook them at all. Well, we did this as children when I was raised in Philadelphia, but they were free-range chickens then. Unless you're going to have a good source of free-range chickens, which have 98% less salmonella than the, the cage ones, I, I don't avoid. I don't recommend that. But it is important to consume egg yolks that are only slightly cooked as the heat will damage many of those highly perishable nutrients we talked about. And they're in the yolk. Two raw egg yolks have antioxidant properties equivalent to half a serving of cranberries and almost twice as many antioxidants as an apple. But the antioxidant properties are reduced by 50% when eggs are fried or broiled and reduced, reduced even more if they're microwaved. Additionally, the cholesterol in the yolk can be oxidized with high temperatures, especially when it is in contact with iron. Where's the iron? The iron is present in the whites and cooked. So, so if you're going to scramble your eggs, the oxidation contributes. In that case, scrambled eggs may contribute to chronic inflammation in your body. For that reason, scrambled eggs are one of the worst ways to prepare them. So the more you expose the egg yolk, which is cholesterol, to air, the more free radicals you're going to produce, which is going to produce inflammation. So fried, easy over, sunny side up, uh, as close to nature as possible. And of course, again, go back to this. Organic free-range eggs are the ones you want to choose. The high quality are bright orange and not yellow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we sort of beat up eggs. You, you, you know where I stand on it. And uh, why don't you just... Uh, a fellow that from England and Australia that was talking about eating naturally. Just listen to him for a minute. Nutrition's where people need to start, but but they don't, right? I mean, people are looking either for a quick fix or, you know, say they don't have time to to eat better or or to cook well, better. Well, again, with, with with these complex chronic conditions and and uh, um, there are no quick fixes. It, it comes down to sort of all these basics, which in in, in theory. Um, are complicated, but at the same time, they're very simple. I mean, basically, we need to eat food. Yeah. It sounds obvious, but some of the things that are classified as food, I wouldn't classify as food. Our grandparents wouldn't have understood what those foods were. You know, what is that ingredient? So we, we are ingesting things that aren't food. Um, when you think about it, you know, food that's created for convenience, food that lasts, is designed to not be affected by bacteria and fungus and all the things that mean that food will naturally degrade, but that food needs to break down in our body. So therefore, there's a contradiction with that. So we need to eat things and food that our grandparents and our, and our great-grandparents would understand as food. And if you can't make it at home, then we shouldn't eat it. It would be difficult, for example, to make margarine at home. Sure. How would we do that? It's not possible. So if you can't make it at home, then really I don't think we should eat it. 
So basically, ladies and gentlemen, what he's talking about is food that has expiration dates of two years after you buy it. I would think that that's not so uh, healthy for you. Uh, remember, as you shop around the supermarkets, it's the food on the outside of the supermarket that's the healthiest, your fresh fruits and veggies. Uh, as you start going up and down the aisles and you get into the processed foods that last forever, uh, not the healthiest choice, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about sugar, but I, 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 you know, you know how I like coffee, and we had a show on coffee and booze, and it was a show. We had a lot of listeners and a lot of good comments about that show. Here's an article that just showed up: coffee can slash the deadly liver risk. So um, let's just look at this article and see what it says. If you really lived up, uh, lived it up in your day, you might start to feel it in your liver. That's true. You know, if you've been it's a hardworking organ, ladies and gentlemen. It's your body's natural filter, and everything you put into your body goes through it, from the after-dinner drink to the bedtime meds. So over the course of your life, your liver takes quite a beating, and it can end up, can end up pretty rough shape. And, it, you know, that brings us to another thing we'll talk about next week is a liver uh, cleanse. But I've got some good news for you. You probably got the ultimate liver booster in your kitchen right now, the latest Research finds that everyone's favorite eye-opener, that cup of joe, can help your liver fight off the effects of booze and whatever else you've done to it over the years. As long as you're not adding whiskey to the coffee, the coffee can slash your risk of cirrhosis, which is a potentially fatal liver disease that kills more than 36,000 Americans every year. And the latest science shows that all you have to do is drink, hear this, two cups of coffee a day, and your cirrhosis risk drops by 43%. Well, you can knock back three cups, and your odds of facing cirrhosis fall by 57%. If you polish off four mugs or more, your cirrhosis risk plummets by 65%. According to the analysis of nine studies published where in the journal Alimentary Pharmacology and Therapeutics. In other words, coffee appears to re- actually reverse the damage from all the punches your liver has taken. The researchers don't know exactly why or how it works, but you know there, there might be a reason. Your liver is the only organ in your body that can regenerate itself. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, you can donate just part of your liver for someone in desperate need. So it's possible that the powerful antioxidants found in coffee beans can kick that restorative process into overdrive so it can heal itself and get healthy again. Again, this isn't a license to go out and get drunk and soused and uh, it's not going to undo damage of of obesity and fatty liver disease. If you don't make some real changes and don't undo the beneficial effects of coffee, you know how you can undo the beneficial effects of coffee? Adding whipped cream, syrups, and other junk to your morning brew. brew. So you don't want to, you don't want to do that. Uh, not, not too good for your coffee. So I want to just talk a little bit about sugar in a minute, but I want you to hear a uh, soda commercial that's running on uh on YouTube right now. A little parody. Hey, 
hot out, need to cool down, instead of water, might I suggest an ice-cold bottle of candy? We added some water and bubbles to it so you can pretend it's a drink. It's not. It's basically syrup. But my competitors and I have spent decades and billions of dollars to slowly make the general public associate our product with fun, happiness, togetherness, and in some cases, entire holidays, which thankfully happen regularly, forever. <laughs> Point is, you're probably already on board with the idea of consuming wet sugar with bubbles in it. So I'm not going to spend any more money on this, nor am I going to pay a celebrity millions of dollars to tell you to drink wet sugar with bubbles in it. I don't need to. You love it. Hi, I'm some guy named Roger, and if it's hot out, or you like having friends, or some other virtually universal aspect of life, I think you should buy some Horton brand effervescent liquid candy. But more importantly, buy some for your kids. Of course, if your child goes to public school, we have huge stakes in their lunch programs, so we'll just sell it to them directly and cut you entirely out of the equation. You can even put money in a glass box and get a wide variety of flavors. Mmm. Caramel dye. If you knew how much sugar a human is supposed to consume in a day, very little, and how much sugar is in one bottle of wet sugar lots, you probably wouldn't drink it. And we want you to drink it. So we bullied the FDA into letting us straight up not give you that information. But if you're really concerned, we can put the word diet somewhere on the can and replace the piles of natural sugar with chemicals that are so incompatible with human biology that our bodies don't even metabolize them. Mmm, that's gonna slide right through me. <laughs> Luckily, we're pretty sure these chemicals don't cause any lasting damage, well, except bladder cancer in laboratory animals and other kinds of cancer in other laboratory animals. But you're a human, so f*** it. Sweet, sweet acid. Yes, acid is the right word. If I pour a bottle of cool, refreshing, sugary acid onto a car, it will literally strip away the paint. But we don't pour it on cars. We pour it in our mouths, past our teeth, into our tummies. And you'll pay more money than you should for it, even though it costs almost nothing to produce. The container, actually, is the most expensive part. Uh, could you save that for me? Awful lot of water went into making that. I'm Roger. <laughs> Buy some. Can I get my stomach pumped? Well, actually, everybody, you know he was talking about. He was talking about that good old pop, as the Midwesterners say, and that soda. Loaded with uh, between 12 and 15 teaspoons of sugar if it's not diet. And if it's diet, it's loaded with those cancer-causing, uh, obesity-causing sweeteners. And we'll talk a little bit, a bit about that. But remember when your mom used to say, if you eat sugar, it'll rot your teeth right out of your skull? Well, 
I think your mom was right on. But it's more than your teeth that'll rot out of your skull. Eat sugar and you can kiss your brain cells. Goodbye. See you later. A new study reveals how the effects of sugar are as hard on your on your brain as they are on your teeth. Maybe worse. The sweet stuff has the same effect as extreme stress, particularly in that all-important region of the brain that is so essential to memory and stress control, the hippocampus. Now, I'm going to tell you something about rats. It was a study in young rats. They were given either a sugary drink or no sugar at all. Some rats in each group were also deliberately stressed out by being removed from their bedding. You know, if you ever had a pet rodent, even uh, a kid or grandkid with a hamster, you know how important their bedding is. It's their safe zone. If you mess with it, even by accident, they completely freak out. With rats, however, sugar had the exact same effect on the brain as messing with their bedding. Not only did the rats get more stressed out when they slurped that sweet drink, but they also had problems with their stress hormones, which made it more difficult for them to recover from that stress. And the damage didn't end there, ladies and gentlemen. The sugared up rats also suffered problems with one of the genes needed for the growth of the nerves. Believe it or not, the damage can go even deeper than that. One study on rats published a few years ago, 2013 to be exact, found that sugar changes hundreds of teens inside the brain, including proteins known to play a role in major diseases such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, schizophrenia, and cancer. I know they were done in rats, this, these studies, not people. The sugar industry was quick to point out also. But the fact is you don't have to be related to Mickey Mouse to suffer the brain-eating effects of sugar. The evidence, the human evidence, ladies and gentlemen, is all around you right now. We are a living experiment. Previous studies have linked sugar to dementia, dozens of them, maybe more. Diabetes, a disease of blood sugar, is so closely linked to Alzheimer's disease that many researchers are taking to calling dementia, guess what, type 3 diabetes. Type 1 requires insulin, type 2 you get with obesity and metabolic syndrome. But some researchers are calling dementia type 3 diabetes. That's true whether you're exposed at a young age, middle age, or late in life. There's pretty much no right time to get sugar, and only safe amount, the only safe amount is, you guessed it, none at all. But please don't uh, switch over uh, to the, the fake sugar. That is, uh, that's another story altogether, because whether it's, a candy bar or a soft drink made with refined sugar, or a diet snack or beverage made with that no-cow sweetener. You're pretty much poisoning yourself. I mean, uh, pretty pretty much you may be asking for that stomach pump as Roger did. So whether, you know, these, these articles and the stuff you're eating has calories or no calories, they're all dangerous. The latest research shows why you should avoid the increasingly popular fake sugar known as sucralose. You know, the yellow one, Splenda. Well, they're going to change that, that color in July. A study on rats, here we go again, found that the more sucralose the males were fed, the higher the risk of cancerous tumors and hematopoietic neoplasia. What that means? It's common terms, leukemia. 
and blood disorders. In females, higher levels of sucralose led to more benign tumors and more tumors overall, including growth in the stomach, ovaries, and uterus. Here we go again, you know, with rats. But it, it really, I don't think it takes a giant leap for the link between Splenda and cancer to apply to humans. You see, people who make sucralose claim it's made from sugar. <clears throat> Excuse me. When in reality, sucralose is created by taking a sugar molecule, plucking out certain hydrogen-oxygen groups, and replacing them with chlorine. Yes, you heard me, chlorine, the stuff that kills off bacteria in your swimming pool. And it's not just those packets at the coffee house or on the table at your local diner. Sucralose is used in lots of those diet and low-calorie and no-sugar-added packaged foods. You know, of course, they're presented as a healthy alternative, but it's not a healthy alternative, ladies and gentlemen. The most recent study isn't even the first research to raise this alarm about sucralose. 2013, the no-calorie sweetener actually raised peak plasma glucose concentrations in obese people. So it made the blood sugar go up when it's supposed to be diet. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, if you think you can just uh, switch from yellow to blue or pink the next time you want to, to sweeten your iced tea, don't expect to find anything better. The other options, like aspartame and saccharin, are just as dangerous. So, uh, you know, you're going to have to go to the dark side, ladies and gentlemen. That is drink your coffee black. Go to the dark side. And you'll, you'll really learn what coffee really tastes like. If you just do that, it might take some time. It might be quite a shock for you to go from sweet coffee to unsweetened coffee in a single day. So why don't you just wean yourself off uh, that sweetener? Uh, just use less and less over, over a one to two week period. Okay. And while you're at it, read the ingredients of those supposedly healthy foods that have been packaged to help you control your weight. And if sucralose is included in there, uh, you might want to consider uh putting that back in on the shelf. But anyway, anyway, who wants to swallow that much chlorine? Just just jump in your pool with your mouth open, you know? Gosh. So, boy, the time is really flying, ladies and gentlemen. Just let me just tell you that because according to the latest statistics, 38% of American adults are obese. Increasing. And... Uh, and how about all this low-fat diet stuff? Where, 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 what, what good has that been doing? And it's not just a cosmetic issue. In fact, uh, one in five U.S. deaths is now related to obesity. One in five, 20%. So being slim is not necessarily proof of being healthy. Metabolic dysfunction easily can strike anyone not following a great, a good diet. However, carrying that excess weight, weight virtually guarantees you'll suffer health problems. That's why we have to get, you know, pay more attention to childhood obesity. Worldwide obesity is responsible for a half a million cancers each year. Uh, we have to get, we just have to pay more attention to, to this disease. And it is a disease that impairs your kidney function and your liver function. 
non-alcoholic fatty liver disease where you get when you're obese. It's linked to memory impairments. You remember any of you that have been with me for almost three years now, the first show we did was uh, uh, related to the size of your waist and dementia. You know, if a man's waist if, uh, is, is reaching 40 inches or a woman's waist, or waist uh, reaching 35 inches, there was a 66% increase in your risk of getting dementia. I hope we don't forget that because obesity is linked to memory impairment and dementia. I'm not going to go through those studies again. And what's a major component, though? That's what just because it fits in with the subject today. A major component, the soda, is really driving the obesity trend and associated with health problems. But the industry, you have to admit, they've been very effective in their efforts to deceive you about the facts. Uh, there's lots of financial interest involved there so that they can they say there's no link between sugary beverages and weight gain. The industry has spent large sums of money to convince you that soda can be enjoyed as part of your healthy lifestyle, providing you exercise enough. The problem is, while you certainly burn more calories when you exercise, you cannot burn off thousands of excess calories each day. For example, just to offset one soda per day, you have to walk one hour. And remember how we started the show, where we don't have that kind of time. According to a 2015 study published at the Bible Mayo Clinic, once you re- reach 18% of your daily calories from sugar, there's a two-fold increase in the metabolic harm that promotes prediabetes and diabetes. So there was a study and research that suggests that sugary beverages alone are to blame for about 183,000 deaths worldwide each year, including 133,000 diabetic deaths, 44,000 heart disease deaths, 6,000 cancer deaths, but I think people are, are cutting back on their soda intake. And I think uh, we, we see that soda sales are declining. Unfortunately, uh, taking a page out of tobacco industry's playbook, big soda has simply shifted the focus to low- and middle-income countries to offset their declining sales. Uh, that's uh, not, not really good, huh? As sales dropped, sales drop, these soda manufacturing set their sights on developing nations. It's really sad. And there's lots of reports about what's going on and how the soda industry just keeps uh, forecasting uh, more sales in these undeveloped and low-income areas. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron. We've been talking today about sugar uh, and Eggs, I hope I, I gave you a little bit of education on eggs. Uh, they definitely are good in our households. I wish uh, uh, there was a farm nearby where I could buy my eggs uh, directly and eat them whole again, but I'm not going to do that. And There are some people, some like Dr. Joseph Mercola, a very famous writer, and others that eat uh, raw eggs, but maybe they have more success. But I don't really think it's worth taking the, the salmonella uh, chance of getting salmonella so uh, do the best you can lightly cook them uh, and always you know it's all part of it. and there's no one thing that makes us healthy my you know, mind body spirit as we talk about as dr smith talks about uh carol kind talks about uh, 
And if you get a chance while we're on that, if you go to YouTube, just uh, search Bruce Lipton, L-I-P-T-O-N, like the T. And uh, he is a, a Ph.D. from Wisconsin that talks about how your perceptions can become a reality. And so if we have a good positive attitude, if we have that attitude of gratitude, if we uh, get that bad attitude, treat it like a flat tire, you know, fix it, change it so you can go on with your life. Uh, try not to have any regrets. Try to have a, a, you know, a great day every day. Not easy. Not easy to do. No, no one says it. it's easy. But think of the alternative. Think of how rich your life will be. Think how healthy you could be. Think how you could enjoy life every day. I think it's a, a well worth trade-off. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening. I do have an attitude of gratitude that you listen every week because I know gratitude improves our quality of life. It's an antidote for negative emotions like depression, anxiety, and anger. So let's remember that. Let's have a great week. I'll see you next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Dr. Smith will be back from Toronto. We'll hear some exciting uh, news about his teaching and his treatments. And we'll uh, have the date for Dr. Pascucci talking about macular degeneration. And we'll talk uh, about it both uh, you know, f- from an ophthalmologist's point of view. And uh, we'll talk about the nutrients involved. And you already know, yeah, you can get lutein from your egg yolks. You can get lutein from your egg yolks. And I will report that my tower garden that I built, and uh, I'm sorry I didn't put the uh, plans up on uh, the website, but I'm going to have my own website here in a couple of weeks, and I'll put them up. And I'm just doing the calculations, and uh, you can build it for under $100. Uh, actually, $66.41. The expense comes with the uh, fertilizer, the plants, uh, the pebbles you need, uh, and uh, your net cups. But we'll talk about that. But it's uh, if, you, if you're a little bit handy, you can build it. I have uh, 21 uh, plants growing now. I have uh, veg, uh, tomatoes, watermelons, eggplants, chive, basil, all none. Uh, uh, all organic with with no uh, mod- genetic modification. So you should be having here in, in a, a few weeks some uh, nice salad to uh, put to eat, and I know that it's all natural. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. God bless you. Have a great week, and I hope to hear from you next week, 4 p.m. Please spread the word. Love to hear from you. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on BlogTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.